Welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. Today, we are talking about our top five travel hacks. But first, let's share a bit about our show's sponsor. Ready to plan your next vacation? Reach out to the amazing agents over at Mystical Dream Travel. They will take great care of all your vacation planning needs. Head over to their website at www.mysticaldreamtravel.com or give them a follow on social media. Welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms podcast, where your hosts, Tina and Colleen, talk about all things travel. From theme parks to cruises to all-inclusive resorts and more, they cover news, tricks, and insider tips to inspire your travel dreams. They love to travel and want you to love it too. Find out their best-kept secrets and learn how to make your next vacation extra magical right here on the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. Hey, Colleen. How are you today? I'm good, Tina. How are you? I am good. So today I thought we would chat a little bit about our favorite travel hacks. We have a ton of them as moms and as experienced travelers. So I thought it'd be a great thing that our audience would love to hear what our favorites are. Yeah. Everybody likes a good travel hack, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Anything to save time. So I thought we would each share our top five. So we're actually going to give our listeners 10 of our favorite travel hacks. And I think we have five additional bonuses today too. So that's I think we have a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like 15 total. So that's awesome. I think we'll have to do this again sometime too, because that wasn't even all of my travel hacks. So <laughs> no, I agree. And oh my goodness. And I'm going to talk about this at the end, but we would love to hear some of our audience's favorite yeah, travel hacks. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Drop us a line on our Facebook page or email us. Yes, absolutely. So let's start with a few Disney travel hacks. So Colleen, why don't you share some of your favorite Disney travel hacks? Ooh, Disney travel hacks are my favorite, actually. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Mine too. Um, Mine too. I know. So my number one top of the list travel hack is obviously to book in advance and to use a travel agent. And I don't know if this is a hack so much as just a really good tip, but Anybody who has planned a trip to Walt Disney World knows there are so many moving pieces that you have to figure out, and there's so many things that happen way in advance of your trip that the farther out you can book and start planning, the more prepared you are. And then, of course, the travel agent obviously is going to help you with all of those steps and keep you on track and keep you organized, make sure you've done all of the different things that you need to have done so you don't get there and you're like, oh, shoot, I forgot to do X. So that's my number one. Uh, yes. So, yeah. That's, the travel that's, agent is a you, must. Yes. It is a must. It's going to save you so much time and so much sanity and probably save you money. And so there's just so much that goes into using a travel agent and it doesn't cost you anything extra to do it. So it's kind of like a win-win, no brainer. Yeah, so sort of. why not? Why I know, not? right? Services for free make <laughs> your vacation much more magical. Exactly. I know. So you want to be prepared. I know people want to go yes. on vacation and just sort of wing it, but with Walt Disney World, it's, you can go and wing it, but just know your experience isn't going to be the same as if you put some time into planning it. So the the idea is to put time into planning it ahead of time so that when you get there, you feel like very easy and stress-free and sort of like you're winging it, except you have a really great plan that will make sure you get to do everything you want to do. 
Yes, absolutely. I often hear from a lot of people that go to Walt Disney World and said and say, oh my gosh, I'm so exhausted after my Walt Disney World vacation. It's so stressful. But when you use a travel agent, it really takes that out and helps you really plan out really well. So you get to do everything you want to do. So that's a great, great tip. So my second top Disney travel hack is to use the mobile ordering on the My Disney Experience app. I love this thing. I love so the mobile. Much. I love it. I was same, so, same. So same. excited when they came out with it and mm. it saves you so much time and so much like waiting in line. I mean, anytime you would go to eat at one of the quick service restaurants, it didn't even really matter much which one you went to. You were always having to stand in line and wait. And then you have to stand and wait for your food. So this saves you a ton of time. Plus it kind of also ties into planning ahead because you can look at the menus, figure out you know where you want to eat ahead of time and make your order. So, I mean, first thing in the morning, you can like figure out, okay, we want to eat at Cosmic Grays for lunch and here's the menu and we're going to get this and this and da, 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 and build it all. And then when you feel hungry, you just have to say, I'm here, make my order. And, yeah, absolutely. And go, and go up to the counter and get it. And it's amazing. Like, I just love. <laughs> yes, you can. I love it too. I was recently down there and I built, I, we used it actually for the first time. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, for the first time, it's first. Well, we had to, you know, there. Um, oh, right. Right now, you have to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I will tell you, I knew like we wanted to eat at like 1130. And I actually planned that out at like an hour ahead of time. Yeah. And picked my time of when I was going to be there. And then, like you said, once I got there, I just said, I'm here, prepare my order. And within five minutes, they were voila, yeah. we had lunch. Walk up to the quick, the mobile ordering counter and get it. You don't have to wait in the line. So it's so, so much time saving there. Yes. So, and then my number three is to bring snacks for your kids. If your kids are anything like my kids, mm-hmm. literally every five minutes, they're hungry. I don't know what it is about being on vacation or what. I think it's all the smells maybe they pump in <laughs> probably I know (laughs) but are every five minutes I'm hungry I'm hungry I'm hungry so unless you want to go broke buying Mickey pretzels and (laughs) really expensive stuff that they have in the stores I I always bring some you know non-perishable snacks but like just something to give them a granola bar an applesauce pouch, some goldfish crackers, something that's easy, light, uh, that you can throw in a backpack. Or when my kids were littler and we had a stroller, I would get, I always used to rent strollers, which I highly recommend if you want a stroller to rent a stroller because the rent Mm -hmm. strollers are so much more comfortable and nicer than the ones they have at the parks. They always would come with like a cooler bag like when you rented a stroller, they came with a cooler bag. So I would put stuff in there, you know, and it's just great. So you don't have to, you know, be spending money every five minutes. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. You know, one of the things that we do a lot of times is bring down breakfast foods like bars and we put them in a room. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times we don't necessarily want to do a quick service Right. you know, at the resort. So we want to get to the parks right away, or we have something on the yeah. schedule that's early. And so we just 
you know, put in, you know, throw down our cereal bars or pop tarts, whatever we're having on vacation that day. (laughs) And, and on, and on we go. So it's definitely a great tip and a money saver as well. It is. Yeah. And I agree with the breakfast, especially because a lot of times we are rope droppers and Mm -hmm. that means getting up pretty early. And one of the things about the parks is there's not a lot of breakfast options. I'm going to be quiet. Not unless you're doing a sit down. Yeah, unless, true. unless you're doing a sit down. And then even then the sit downs a lot of times are character, right? So mm-hmm. like, if you are going to go and sit down for breakfast at a park, it's probably going to be a character breakfast, which are a little pricier. Now I love my Mickey uh, cinnamon rolls. So I do uh, occasionally do that, like get a Mickey cinnamon roll. But other than the Mickey cinnamon roll, there's not a lot for quick service uh, at the parks. And so you have to either eat at your resort before you leave or you get to the parks and there's like nothing really to eat. And I think maybe that's something some people don't realize that there's not like a ton of breakfast. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's very few. I mean, in Magic Kingdom, I mean, you have the Starbucks at all of the, and I know in Magic Kingdom, you can get the big cinnamon roll over at Gaston's Taverns. The big cinnamon rolls. Well, you can get the Mickey cinnamon rolls at a lot of the Starbucks too. Yes. I know the one that Animal Kingdom has it. And Mm -hmm. so, and we will do that maybe like one morning, but you know, I don't want to send mineral every morning. So. Right. Exactly. exactly. So yeah, I, I, I love that tip too. Do breakfast, bring some breakfast stuff and save yourself a little money there too, you know, cause you have mm-hmm. a coffee maker in your room and everything. You can get something quick before you go. So my number four Disney travel hack is using rider swap. So I think this is a service that not everybody knows is available or they don't quite know how it works. But basically, if you have a child who is too short to ride one of the rides or maybe even just scared (laughs) to ride one of the rides, Yes. I know I have one of those. I have one of those in my family where they Yes, we do too. We do too. To ride it. So you can have one parent or adult stay with the child who doesn't want to ride and then the other one can say when they get into the queue the the first cast member you see you say i want to use we need to use rider swap and so they usually often will give you a lanyard with like a little mm-hmm. card on it right and then and then you go through the queue and when you get to a certain point another cast member will take that lanyard from you like right before you're going to get on the ride usually and then they give you a paper fast pass ticket so that when you get off, you give that to the other adult who hadn't gotten to ride yet. And then they get to go into the fast pass lane. And this works even if you didn't have a fast pass for the ride at all. So if you didn't have a fast pass for Seven Dwarfs and the first adult had to like actually wait in line or whatever, the second mm-hmm. adult gets to go in the fast pass lane, which is amazing. I love that. Right. And bonus, they can take up to two other people with them. So if you have more other kids or the kid who did want to ride the ride gets to ride with both parents. And I think they get bonus rides. Yes. I know the kid really makes out in this. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they do. My daughter loves it. No, yeah, my son Eli loves it too because he gets to ride Space Mountain twice and he gets mm-hmm. to ride Flight Pass- Passage twice. So mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> yes. Noah doesn't. Well, Noah's not tall enough for a lot of stuff, and then he also is a scaredy pants. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, and Eli loves it too. So then my last Disney travel hack. I mean, not my last one because I really have a lot, but this mm-hmm. is the one. The next one I want to share 
is to schedule your day around the heat. <laughs> that is a good one, especially if you're going to Florida yeah. in the summertime. Yes, especially if you're going to go in August uh, or July or June, which a lot of people do go then because mm -hmm. that's when summer break is from school. So yes. kids are out of school, it makes a lot of sense to go. But it is very, very hot in the middle of the day, like really hot and oppressive because it's humid in addition to being hot. So when we go in the summer, my schedule is get there for a rope drop, do, ro do the park until about lunchtime, maybe have lunch in the park or maybe even wait until we get back to our resort and have lunch. It depends. But mm -hmm. then at around that noonish time, we leave and we go back to our resort and this is uh, one of the great perks of staying on property because if you're at a Disney resort it's just you're so close it's so easy to just hop on a bus and go back to your resort or the gondola you know or the monorail or wherever resort you're staying at you know the transportation is quick you get back hang out in your air-conditioned room yes, <laughs> for a little yes. while, take a shower. I'm telling you, you'll be sweaty already and or mm -hmm. go to the pool and cool off at the pool. But just take that afternoon because it is hottest between noon and like four or five o'clock. Like that is the, the height of the day. That's when the sun is the highest. That's when the heat index is the highest. And then uh, if you can get your kids to take a nap, this is even better then later on you go back to the park. So after, you know, maybe go back to the park for dinner or have dinner at your resort and then go back to the park for the evening because the sun is setting, the sun's going to go down and the heat is going to, you know, get a little better and you can enjoy the park in the evening. And it's, it's a little more enjoyable, I think in the evening. <laughs> no, I, I 100% agree. And I think too, when you do that and you build those breaks in, especially when you're traveling with your kids, you yeah. kind of, you truly avoid those meltdown oh my God. moments How because they're meltdowns? so hot and tired. Yes. Yeah. How many meltdowns? meltdowns have you seen kids in the park? I mean, every time I'm at one of the parks, I see kids that are just begging for a nap, you know, and I think yes. people, it's expensive. Like I get it. It's expensive to go mm -hmm. to Disney. And I think people think, oh, I'm going to get my money's worth. We're going to be here from the day, you know, the time it opens until the time it closes. And that's just how it's going to be. And they push their kids. And then, you know, by the evening, your kids are a hot mess. And it's just so much more enjoyable to take that break in the middle of the day and get a nap or just lay down and have quiet time or whatever. And I, I, also, I also love to have a rest day in my, in my vacation. So it's a lot. Same. When you go to the parks, you're walking like 20, 30,000 steps. I think usually. Oh, absolutely. A <laughs> day. That's a, yes. Yeah. Each day. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. like each day you are going to walk like at least 20,000 steps. It's a lot of walking and it's hot if you're going in the summer. So if you have an, and not only that, but you're gone from your resort most of the day because you're at the park. So you don't get to see a lot of the things that are at your resort or enjoy a lot of the things at your resort. Mm -hmm. so I love having that one day. That's just a resort day where you just hang out and you relax and you sit by the pool and you really mm -hmm. get to enjoy the activities that, because each resort, it doesn't matter what you stay at value, moderate, deluxe, it doesn't matter. They all have activities throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you can even go to Disney Springs and I highly recommend, I always love to go to Disney Springs for like an evening or some, you know, just to walk around. 
or eat at the restaurants because you know now, yes we know we have amazing we restaurants at Disney. they do they do yeah. i yep i agree with you we build a rest day into our trip too even if it's just like a half a day or a full day depending on the length of stay that um, we're staying and there's so much to do at the resort and the pools are amazing i know my daughter's all all about the pool so we try to get that in you know a few times while we're down there and we really enjoy it. And I think by taking those breaks, it um, helps you as a parent just as much as it helps your kids. Oh, yeah. Because I've seen parents have meltdowns in the <laughs> park too. Oh, so and it's, I may oh, or may not yeah. have been one of them at some point. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying that it does happen. Yeah. And so I think when you build those breaks in, it really makes the vacation much more memorable, relaxing, and not as stressful. Yeah, um, you want to have. I mean, your family. At Walt, you're at Walt Disney World. You want to have a magical time. Absolutely. You don't want to feel like the whole time your kids were crying and you were stressed out. You know, like that's mm-hmm. not a feeling you want to have on any vacation. You know, right? Exactly. To Walt Disney World, so. And I think I find a lot of people who are adverse to going to Walt Disney World, that is why, because they think it's going to be stressful. They think it's going to be, their kids are going to whine and it's going to be a nightmare and it's just going to be all this work. And I'm always trying to educate them that it doesn't have to be that way. Like, I can't tell you how many of my friends that will say like, oh, Dawson's Disney World sounds like a horrible time. And I'm like, yes, let me take you. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Or they're like, I'm just going to do it once to check it off the list. Right. 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 Let me, I always, I'll, I'll take you. I'm always volunteering to be like their guide. Like, yes. Oh yeah. I could go every day. (laughs) I'll be your guide and I will Mm. make sure you have an amazing, I will show you how to do Disney right. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. That's why I use a travel agent. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah, exactly. So. I, so I have some travel hacks oh, myself. Hacks to Tina. Yeah. So mine aren't, I have a few Disney related since we've already talked about that, but I have actually a few personal ones um, that I really like. So mm. I'm all about time saving and being organized. So one of my biggest things that I recently discovered in the last year was dry shampoo. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I have a lot of hair. <laughs> yes. And it's very thick. And so does my daughter. So in the morning when you're on vacation, it takes forever to dry it. It never fully dries. So I discovered dry shampoo and it is such a huge time saver. Yeah. I actually even use it when I'm not on vacation and I really could go <laughs> like four or five days without washing my hair with it. It's amazing. So my favorite is actually not your mother's dry shampoo. You can get it at any local grocery store, Walmart, drugstore, whatever. It's very inexpensive and it just freshens up the hair. It just super quick and easy. I love it. That's like my favorite. So I'm all about anything I can save time on. Yeah. So my other one is actually a Disney one is water. So I think oftentimes we're real big on drinking a lot of water in our family. So we always order a case of, or two, depending on the time of year that we're going of water. And we either, 
Yes, and we we use car service, so our driver usually picks it up for us in advance. Oh, that's or, nice. Yes, or we stop at the, he does a stop for us at the grocery store, mm. and we just pick it up. But you can also have it delivered to your resort. Right. It, yeah, it saves you from buying bottled water in the store and you can we put several bottles in the mini fridge in our resort room and in the morning we just get them it also helps keep you cool because that cool on your back in your backpack with your backpack and you have that cool bottled water right. <laughs> sitting on your back so so we are real big on that and so i highly recommend it yeah but my if you're yeah. ordering that too you can get the snacks that we talked about Absolutely. Or if you stop at the grocery store. I know a lot of those private cars, they will offer a, a grocery store stop, but yep, yeah, absolutely. Get breakfast stuff, get your snack stuff, get your bottled water. You're good to go. Absolutely. And you don't have to pack it in your suitcase. So my other one that I love is packing cubes. I love good packing cubes. <laughs> it helps me keep my suitcase nice and organized and my outfits organized. I'm all about organization. But the big thing is I hate when my shoes touch my clothes in my suitcase because they're all dirty on the bottom. Yeah. And they never stay because you know TSA is going through your suitcase at some point. And so they have, in part of the packing cubes, you can buy all kinds of different ones. I just saw Disney ones yesterday at the Disney <gasps> store, but oh, I should have bought them and I didn't. Oh, but man. I might have to place an order. <laughs> but anyway, they have ones that you could put your shoes in. And usually you could fit about two pair of shoes in there in each like shoe. So it's nice. So I love, love, love my packing cubes. It keeps everything nice and organized. And all I have to do is unzip it and there's my outfit for the day. So that's how I pack. It's very good. So the other thing is Disney gift cards. This is another Disney one that we use in our family. We started when we started taking our daughter uh, to Walt Disney World at the age of four. So as you know, when you go through every Walt Disney World attraction. There typically is a store that you come out into and oh, yeah. kids and including ourselves are very excited <laughs> because we're in the moment of that attraction exactly. or that experience. And so one of the things that we did is we started buying our daughter gift cards. So every trip when we go, we give her like so many gift cards a day that she's, you know, allowed um, to use. And what it did is it actually taught her to really think about as we go through, do I really need this? Because in our house, once the gift card runs out for the day, that's it. Yeah. You're done. So it's not that we don't buy her stuff or anything like that, but it really kind of taught her when we go to on vacation to really stop and think like, do I really need this? Do I really want it? Or am I just caught up in the moment? Right. Now it's not to say we haven't been because we have, <laughs> I know. we all have. Even adults get caught up in the moment, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm have to try this with my, with Noah because Eli is really, I can't even get Eli to pick something out when we're at Walt Disney World. Like I'll be oh, like, wow. what do you want? And he's like, I don't know. Well, I think he's at that age because he's, he's almost 10. Right. So I think yeah. past stuffed animals and he's past like, yeah, they're boys. Mm -hmm. and he's a boy. So he doesn't care about clothes or any of that stuff. So he's like, whatever, but Noah, literally every other thing he sees he's oh like, he wants I want that yeah and I have noted like and he and he'll so I'll get him something and then 10 minutes later but I really want that you know <laughs> like, mm -hmm. listen, yep. 
taught you something. <laughs> yes. I'm going to try that with him the next time I go. <laughs> I would, you know, I, it does help. And it actually, you know, it kind of that mom sneakiness of teaching them budgeting and <laughs> right. how to manage things, you know, you're kind of sneaking yeah. in a fun way. You're learning yes. and you don't even know it. Yes, absolutely. So the other thing is like plane rides. We didn't talk about oh. going on the plane yet. So if you have a really long flight, I usually try to travel at night so that they're sleeping during the flight. But the biggest thing I could say, and I think this is pretty common, is really just have activities for the kids to do on the plane. Yes. So we, I will purchase new things as opposed yep. to like packing up old things like, you know, old coloring books or books they've already read. So I'll go out and purchase. You can go to the dollar store yeah. and you can get like $1 coloring books, you know, in little packets. It comes with the crayons or the markers. We do a lot of that or we'll download some movies onto the iPad ahead of time. And that really kind of, that helps for the plane ride too be a lot smoother for both mom and dad and the yeah. kids. Yeah, no, that's a great tip. I, I do that too when I travel with my kids or my son, Noah, he loves mm -hmm. matchbox cars. Like he's, oh, nice. yeah, we have yeah. like 500 of them. Nice, nice. That'd be like my husband's dream. <laughs> yeah, no, it's my husband's dream. I think that's why we mm -hmm. have 500 because he's like a kid too. So he keeps buying them, but Mm -hmm. I will usually get him like a new matchbox car and I don't tell uh, him, right. It's a surprise. Right. I, right. I don't show him the ahead of time. Yes. Ahead of time. Right. Like it's like a little surprise and mm -hmm. I pull about like one at a time, you know, like, Oh, they're bored. Oh, Hey, look at this thing I brought. And then after mm -hmm. an hour, well, we're still, we're bored again. And Oh, look at this other thing I brought. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and Absolutely. I was also going to mention, because you said you like to fly at night Mm -hmm. um, which is a great tip too. And also those flights are usually more, ex less expensive, not more expensive, less expensive than if you yes. fly during the day, right? Like if you want yeah, to get like in the middle of the day, that's going to be the most expensive flight. But if you mm. at night, especially if it's an overnight that those are the flights that are the cheapest usually. Right. Absolutely. And so that's another reason we do it too. So. <laughs> no, right, yeah. Saving money. The plane tickets are expensive, you know, for the most part. So. Yep. So then we have like a little bonus one, the popcorn buckets. I think oh. that's like your favorite, Colleen. Oh my so. gosh. I love popcorn buckets. I'm always <laughs> telling yes. everybody about popcorn buckets. Yes. Yes. This ties back into my tip before about bringing snacks for your kids, because my kids literally every five minutes are hungry Mm -hmm. so the popcorn buckets are amazing. So you buy the first day you're there, the first day you go to a park, you buy a popcorn bucket at one of the popcorn stands. And I, I don't know how much they are currently, but usually they're around $10, maybe $10, $11. Mm -hmm. And of course it comes filled with popcorn, but then after it's empty, you can go back to any popcorn cart at any park, even in Disney Springs, you can bring your popcorn bucket and you can get it refilled again for like a dollar ninety nine or something like that. That's a, that's amazing. So great. And I don't know what they do to their popcorn at Walt Disney World, but I am telling you, right? They do they do something because their popcorn. It's addicting. Is, yes. It's so much better than like any other popcorn. Like mm -hmm. I don't know what it is about their popcorn, but it's super good. But yeah, that's that's I love that because my kids will drain that popcorn bucket 
in a nanosecond mm-hmm. and then in 40 minutes be like we're hungry again and it's and then I don't feel so bad being like sure let's just go and those popcorn stands are everywhere I yes, mean they're literally all throughout everywhere the they're all throughout the park so it does not take you long to find a popcorn stand to get it refilled um and the popcorn buckets are cute because then the, and then they are really cool souvenir because they always, and they have different designs, like each season, they'll have different designs. And if you go to one of the parties, like the Christmas party or the Halloween Yeah, they have party, special ones. They have special popcorn buckets that are super cute. Like we went to Mickey's Not So Scary one year and we got one that looks like a jack-o'-lantern, but it's Mickey, right? So it has Mickey ears on it. Oh, and nice. And a jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. So, and that was our popcorn bucket. So I love I love popcorn. I have I have a whole collection of popcorn. <laughs> well, and then you can have movie night at your house and I know. put everybody's popcorn in the bucket and it's awesome. And I think some of them even come with like straps on them so that you can yes. carry them. So yeah, the specialty ones definitely do because my jack-o'-lantern, my Mickey jack-o'-lantern one has a special strap. And the strap says, and it's a nice strap too. Mm-hmm. It even said like Mickey's not so scary Halloween party on it. Like it's it, I mean, that's like a collectible thing. So absolutely. What a nice, I know. that's one of the best tips I think at Disney. I, I tell yeah. everybody buy, please buy a popcorn. <laughs> if you like popcorn, yes. I mean, I guess if you don't like popcorn, don't buy a popcorn. Right. Exactly. Exactly. If you but or your children too. like popcorn, it is like the best investment. It's the cheapest thing you can buy to eat. At Disney. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Um, so, so I have a bunch more travel hacks too. Yes. So you can give us some bonuses here. Little bonus of travel hacks. Now, along the same lines as you with your water bottles, mm-hmm. I, you guide the, get the bottled water, delivered, yes. which is a really great idea, but I like to bring water bottles. So like reusable, insulated water. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So I highly recommend everybody brings these because it is hot. I mean, pretty much all year round, it's kind of hot at in Florida. Oh yeah. So you get thirsty. I know my kids get thirsty really quick. So that way you're not constantly buying water. Now you can go up to the quick service counters and you can ask for a, a cup of ice water. It's not a very large cup of ice water. In fact, I usually ask for more than I need. So if there's four of us, I will tell them I want eight cups of ice water because because they don't care. I mean, they'll give you however many cups of ice water you want, but mm-hmm. they're, they're not giant cups of ice water. No, so, they're not. So yeah. And then I like to take those and put them in my water bottle. Oh, that's good. I have, yeah. And I have water bottles that are insulated so that the ice doesn't melt really quick. So you, you can have it for like a little while and it's still mm-hmm. kind of cold. And in a pinch, if you really, really are thirsty and, and, you know, can't get up to a quick service or whatever, you can always fill it at a water fountain too, uh, your water bottles. But I just think it's nice though, because bottled water costs so much. I don't, are they like $4 a bottle or they they're be. close. I want to say like three fifty, but I think they're close to the four dollar mark. Yeah, they're they're very expensive, and you have a family of four, and you buy everybody a bottle of water, and you do that multiple times a day. That is going it to adds up. Add up, yeah. So and even uh, if when the dining plan was available, which right. I'm hoping it will come back soon, but 
even you can use the snack credit for drinks, but it's really not great not use of that no. snack credit yeah, no. for using oh. it for drinks. So no, there's so much better stuff you could use it for than a yes. drink for sure. Or, and I also tell people, don't use your snack credit for a piece of fruit. <laughs> like, don't get, right. Exactly. Don't get an apple and use your snack credit, please. Like get something mm -hmm. good. I mean, get an apple. That is good. Be healthy on your vacation, but mm -hmm. pay for that out of pocket and save your snack credit for a Mickey pretzel. <laughs> yes. We love the Mickey pretzels here. Gosh, I can't wait to have one again. I'm so, excited. I didn't have one on the, my trip oh. last week. I wish oh. I would have. Well, Tina, I'll just have to have one for you when I go in a couple yeah. of weeks. I know. I know. <laughs> so my next hack is also about packing and I like to have a bag that is just for electronic cords and chargers because of course I have my phone, my husband has his phone. I often bring my laptop, the kids bring their iPads. Mm -hmm. So, and so we always have several chargers for our phones and our iPads. And then I like to bring portable chargers with me to bring in my bag while I'm at the park because your phone inevitably is going to die. <laughs> oh yes. You're Very quickly pictures. too. Yeah. You're taking all these pictures and videos and you're there for a long time. So I always bring one of those and just to kind of stay organized, we have a bag that is specifically for all of those chargers because the last thing you want to do is get there and be like, shoot, I forgot my phone charger. Mm -hmm. like, that would be terrible. And then you're, you know, buying one at the Apple store and paying way too much money for it. Yeah. Or you're using the charger at Disney, which yeah. is $30 a day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, so I have gotten the, um, fuel rods, the fuel rods. Yeah, I mm -hmm. did. And, and it's not, it's not too bad because you, you pay the $30 up front, but then when it runs out, you can exchange it. Uh, for a new one. And I can't remember how much it is or if it's free. I don't know. I want to say that it's free. I think it's within the same day. It's uh, good. No, it is not because I still have my fuel rod from the very first time. Like I still have from the very first time I did it. And oh, okay. Have, yeah, no, it's not. You don't have to do it all in the same day unless they changed it. I should say, unless they have somehow changed it. I know there was rumors a few months ago that they were going to start charging like a couple of dollars or something for you per to day. use them. And no, every time, like every time you exchanged one, they were going to charge you because a lot of other places actually do charge you for fuel rods because yes, they do other places and Disney didn't and everybody got really upset. And so they didn't do it. They actually didn't do it, I don't think. So I don't know, unless they changed it. But so it's not mm -hmm. so bad. But I mean, again, it's better if you have one who doesn't have a portable charger at home. So right. don't spend $30 if you don't have to mm -hmm. bring your one from home. Right, exactly. <laughs> and bring a cord and bring an extra cord. Always, Which, depending I, on the charger you get, will probably last longer than the ones. Exactly. Disney. Yeah. They, it, yeah. They're only really good for like a, a full charge, you know, mm -hmm. and that's and then that's it. But so then also I like to pack a first aid kit. So I always have a first aid kit in my suitcase that has band-aids, neosporin, ibuprofen, you know, alcohol wipes and allergy medication, antacids, all these things that you don't, I don't think you think about until you need them. <laughs> kind of yes. Stuff, right? yes. 
but they're, they're going to be really great to have because you don't like, if you don't feel well, or if your kid is hurt or has a growing pain or, you know, you're having heartburn, the last thing you want to do is figure out how, where you're going to find this stuff. And you Mm -hmm. can get this stuff at places, you know, usually at the gift shop in your resort or at the parks somewhere they're they're going to have this stuff and they have first aid stations at each park too. Mm-hmm. You can always go. But I I just think it's nice to have it with you and then you don't have to worry about buying it or finding it or whatever. And with kids, I always bring, you know, kids versions of stuff. So like a kids allergy and kids ibuprofen and then of course my husband is the one that needs the the antacids <laughs> yeah <laughs> i always bring like baby powder or gold bond powder because you know sometimes you get rashes it's hot you're sweaty you're walking so yes my kids a lot of times will get chafed or get rashes mm, my daughter does too yes. yeah so that gold bond powder is medicated so i love that so i use that a lot and then also like an anti-itch cream because there are mosquitoes down there yes too, so. yes uh, you can get bug bites and you don't want to have to be miserable with your, with your bug bites. So, yeah. So I just think it's great to have just a little kit and you can buy little kits like already with all, most of that stuff in it, you know, that you can just throw into your suit. Yeah. That aren't too big to put into your, right. yeah, they're small. Yeah. It just has a few of everything. Like, you know, just, to, just yep. to and if you can't get a small kit, one thing we do is we uh, use Ziploc bags and put, you know, all of that and label it, you know, put it in our suitcase. But another thing we like to bring with us is the, and more important now more than ever, but we have always done it is Clorox wipes. So we buy them in the little packets and we bring them. And so uh, we wipe down our, especially for the plane. So, you know, we wipe down the trays and the armrests and stuff before we sit on. So now we've always done that um, even pre uh, COVID. So, um, yeah, that's a really great tip too. Yeah. With wipes, kids, baby wipes. Yes. Yes. It's always touching. It doesn't matter how old your kids are. My kids are seven and nine and I still have a package of baby wipes like in my car. Those things clean anything. I don't know what's in them, but exactly. Yeah. They're amazing. I know they are. They really are. Mm. So, so another tip that I have, and this is kind of moving away from Disney is if you're going on like a cruise or to like an all-inclusive resort, make sure you bring some cash with you. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. I think people don't, I mean, who carries cash? Not most people don't have cash on them usually, you know, or a lot of mm-hmm. them have singles and fives or whatever, you know, so right, I right. You know, I'm like, I hardly ever have cash on me. So with those places, there are situations where you might want some cash. So when you're cruising, yes, you have prepaid gratuities that you're paying for your wait staff and for your room attendant or whatever, but if you want to tip them more because they did something amazing or you get a drink at the bar and you want to tip the bartender, I mean, that's not included in your automatic gratuities. If you're getting a drink at the bar, it's pretty customary to leave like a dollar, you know, every time you're going up right. to the bar and getting drinks. Also, when you go on excursions, they cannot accept 
like credit cards or anything like that. And those are separate from your cruise line. Those are third party vendors. And a lot of those guides, if you're going on like a guided tour, they rely on those tips. Uh, that's a huge part of their income. And they, you know, it's, and it's customary to give your guide on those things a, a few yeah, times. Yeah, some sort, yes. yeah, sometimes tips or driver. That's another thing is if you get like a tran like private transportation, maybe from the airport to the resort, a lot of times those are third party vendors. They are not employed by the resort. So yeah, many all-inclusive resorts, maybe tips are included and you don't necessarily have to tip, but people like the drivers, I think you should, you should tip. Oh, absolutely. And your excursion tour guides, definitely. Right. And I'm telling you right now, you don't want to have to use the ATM on the cruise ship or at the resort because no. it's expensive. I mean, there's yes. always like an exchange fee and then there's a, you know, fee for using a one that's not your bank and then your bank charges you a fee. So you're going to, you're going to get charged like an extra 15 bucks. Just Absolutely. About twenty dollars, you know. So yeah, you avoid. <laughs> you yes, avoid. take some cash with you. Yeah, yeah, take some. Just you know, a few singles and some fives. I usually bring like a hundred. I usually do a hundred dollars. It's just me and my husband. Maybe a little more if my kids are with me, and I get it broken up into like a couple of tens, a couple of five, mm. a lot of singles, a lot of singles. Yeah, we do the same yeah. thing. Yes, you know, you don't necessarily have to tip a ton, but it's nice to give the person who carried your bags to your room a couple of dollars or the person who drove you a five dollars or, you know, something. Right. Like it's just they appreciate it, I think. Oh, absolutely. So this is another tip uh, that I have for traveling internationally. And I've had to try a few different things with this because I, I didn't know what was going to work best for me. But mm -hmm. here's the thing with your phone. It's about your phone and your data. And when you go to other countries. Now, if you do not plan on calling anybody or texting anybody or doing anything like checking your email, just turn your phone off. Like just turn it off. Put it on airplane mode. Turn off your data. Turn the phone off. And do not turn it on while you are. It will make your vacation much more enjoyable. I mean, I will say that so is have that break. Kind of the goal, right? Like yes, really, yes. That's, ideally, that's what you should be doing is mm -hmm. turning the phone off. Same for cruises, like because on cruise, unless you're gonna buy the Wi-Fi package or something, like you mm -hmm. just turn it off. Just turn it off. But if you know you have to for some reason use your phone. You want to check your email. You want to be able to maybe call, you know, my husband has an iPhone and I have an iPhone. So when I'm traveling internationally, I can, I can FaceTime him and mm -hmm. it doesn't use my data. So there's a couple of options you can do. You can just, you can turn your data off or a lot of phones will have a setting where it's like Wi-Fi only. So as yes. long as you're connected to Wi-Fi, it will let you text or maybe FaceTime. I know iPhones, mm -hmm. I've always had iPhones, so I don't know how other phones work, but I can always text like another iPhone. So mm -hmm. both my husband and I have iPhones or FaceTime, like I said. But So you can just turn your data off. Or if you're like on a cruise and you bought an internet package because you need to do something like check your email, make sure you turn off any apps you are not going to use 
or at least turn off that they're going to automatically update. Oh, that's a good idea. Because when you turn your phone on and you are hooked to that internet package, they give you, usually it's like so many megabytes or so many minutes or something like that. It's usually megabytes, right? It's mm-hmm. data that they're selling you a package. Like you get 500 megabytes of data. And once it's gone, it's gone. So if you turn your phone on and you have all of these apps in the background that are trying to refresh and like update, like you're going to eat up all of that data really, really fast. <laughs> like, yes. Like your yes, yes, email, you email in particular is really, it, it, cause I don't know, so, uh, downloading and refreshing all of those emails in your email program, it just eats up a lot of data. So you can totally blow through whatever you bought really, really fast if you haven't done that. But yes, I really, honestly, you should just try to turn your phone off. <laughs> go on vacation to disconnect from the yeah. world. Now I have Verizon and on Verizon, they offer an international plan called travel pass. It's not, yes. a, it's travel pass. It's like anybody can usually do it. And you just text a certain number and then you get like a daily rate. So different mm-hmm. countries are different rates. Like some of them are $5 a day. Some of them are $10 a day. But then for 24 hours, you have your data and your ability to like call and text and stuff. And Mm -hmm. it's like $10 a day. So that's handy. That doesn't work really on a cruise um, unless you're in port, but uh, you're only in port for so many hours. So I don't know if it's worth really doing it even when you are in port, but, but when you're at an all-inclusive resort, that's, if you really, really need to use your phone, I look into whether you have that kind of an option, but save yourself. That's a good tip. Cell phone bill when you get home. Listen, I had to learn this the hard way. <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm, that's how we all learn our travel hacks. Exactly <laughs> right. Like we've made, I made this mistake and then I said, woo, okay, wow, that phone, that five minute phone call cost me $30. Let me figure Yes, yes. I, how can I do that cheaper? <laughs> how can I not do that again? <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that is all we actually have today in the way of travel hacks. I'm sure we'll be doing an episode of this again because yes, we have a lot of them and a lot of experience from lessons learned for sure. So if you actually have a favorite travel hack or a travel tip, be sure to give a post on our social media page. We'd love to hear some of yours and we'd love to use it on the show. Yes. So, and on a future episode. So definitely head over to our social media, give it a follow and share your travel hacks. So we hope you've enjoyed um, our time with us today. Um, But before we go, I'm going to leave you with a little bit of pixie dust. So I recently had a friend that traveled to Walt Disney World before COVID um, hit. And it was very important to them that they did the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. And unfortunately, they were having so much fun in the parks that they actually missed their appointment. Yes, it was very tough and they really wanted to do it. But unfortunately, uh, the Bimini Bobbidi Boutique did not have an open appointments for the rest of their trip. So what a lot of people don't realize is that Walt Disney World they actually have other places 
where you can get a princess makeover. And so she contacted her trusty, trusted travel agent over at Mystical Dream Travel, and they were able to score her an appointment over at the yacht. Oh, yay. Yes, and to do a princess makeover. And they actually went over there and had the makeover done. And it was actually a very wonderful experience for them. And she was able to get a character couture makeover, which is very different than what they offer at the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. It's kind of similar, but different. It has some differences with it. And she was able to actually get made over as Princess Anna. And her daughter absolutely loved it. And it was uh, one of her favorite makeovers. And we were, it was so wonderful to be able to make that happen and that her travel agent was really on it and a willing and able to get make that happen for their family because that was something that was very important for them to do and so that's just another reason um, why you should use a travel agent because they kind of have the ins and outs and the tips that you know they can get you into things that maybe you didn't think about were actually available for your family so that is our pixie dust moment and i'll actually share a picture of her makeover Ooh, yeah. on our social media pages so be sure to look so that you can see that experience and see her smiling face <laughs> So until next time, may all your travel dreams come true.